the Chicago Tomahawk. I'm Mike, and I got my lineman Matt with me. And today, we're going to go over the Blackhawks' last two games against Boston and the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Marion Hossa had his number retired, which was an awesome ceremony. And we'll get into some NHL news. So first off, Hawks got spanked by Boston, 6-1. to one. Hey, Matt, what's what's the deal with Boston? Haven't they won like 11 in a row at home? Yeah, 11 in a row at home. They Their overall record is 16-2. and two. They're having a great season. I honestly didn't see this. I thought they would have taken a step back. But, uh, man, that, that top six is really playing well for these guys. Yeah, I did too. You know, I saw them kind of aging out, but that doesn't seem to be the case. They made a couple changes in the offseason, and it seems to be paying off quite well. You know, and to be honest with you, it seems like the East is is rolling pretty well right now, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Hawks lost 6-1. to one. Jonathan Taze with the only goal in the night. Um, you know, Soderblom, the, the game was, was, was pretty pretty close until like maybe what was that, the second period? And that's when, it, that's when uh, Boston really started pulling away. Yeah, Mrazek played yesterday. Right. Yeah, he, and um he played okay. <laughs> Boston was just yeah. good, man. They're just a good team. Yeah, they're firing on all cylinders and there's something that I want to talk about is Caleb Jones. You know, Caleb Jones, I think that he has a lot of talent. I think that he's playing the wrong position because I don't think that he defends very well. I th- last year when when I watched him play, it seemed that you know, maybe he was taking a step in the right direction in his development and I thought that you know, I saw something in him. This year, th- I mean, th- unless he's our Connor Bedard, you know, insurance policy to make sure that we're losing games, he's not defending well. And um, but I do think that there is talent there. I think the Hawks should should maybe take a swing and put this guy at left wing. What do you think of that, Matt? A left wing with Rockford or the Blackhawks? <laughs> the Blackhawks give him a shot at left wing. Yeah. I think he can move the puck pretty well, man. I. Yeah, I don't like him on defense at all. I, he pinches way too much. He gets caught, never can recover. Maybe Trips. maybe if you put him on like the fourth line where there's kind of less responsibility, yeah, it could benefit him. But you know, I, I don't. I I just don't see him being you know a national player. I think he's probably going to be sent down eventually, or you know, if maybe his contract will expire and he'll he'll end up signing somewhere else but he's he i think he's a minor league player yeah and especially with with um ian mitchell coming up to the big club he had a a couple games down in rockford was blowing it up there Uh, i think he had like three power play points the other day and they brought him up uh first game back was against boston i didn't think he looked bad man No, he looked fine it's just not a really good team to start your for your debut against it's just a very powerful Boston team. You're not going to really, you know, I don't think the Hawks got too many power play opportunities, but uh, Boston is just way too good top six for him to be playing defense out there, especially his first game back after an injury. It's going to take him a little bit to get in the flow of it. But uh, yeah, I would have liked him. I would have liked to see him play against a team that is, you know, not so top heavy. With the, you know, with um, Seth Jones out right now, do you think it'd be a good idea to just give Mitchell as, as many minutes as possible? I think eventually they, they're going to kind of, they want to see what this kid's got. I, I mean, they've given all these kids opportunities. So far, no one's really taken the, taken the I guess you could say, taking the bull by the horns here. And I, I know Roos has got an opportunity. Uh, Regula's had the chance. And it's just, you know, no, none of these guys really are, you know, showing, showing anybody anything. 
like they want it. Mm. So yeah, eventually I think when Jones gets back, he's going to be playing big minutes, but it's kind of similar to Soderblom, Soderblom, sorry, that's how they pronounce it, but I mean, like, why not put him out there? He's playing every other game. It's good. I do the same thing with our defense. Put him out there and and give him some challenging minutes and see what they can uh, do. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know, um, I don't know if you noticed in the Boston game, but it didn't seem like he was uh, necessarily shy with the puck. Uh, he seemed to be moving it, you know, pretty confidently. He was skating pretty well. Um, obviously, Hawks lost that game, so I want to jump into tonight's game versus Penguins, which is much more competitive. Hawks were down three to nothing at one point, stormed back to tie it up. But um, you know. Ian Mitchell, I thought, looked pretty good out there, man. What do you think? Yeah, he was noticeable, number 51. He was looking good out there, moving the puck around. And uh, just, um, you know, but they kind of, when you start like they did, you're, you're, you're trailing from behind. It's, it's hard to come back yeah. from. You're, 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 you know, you're on your heels and you're, you just, you can't give up goals like that early. You got to, they got to buckle down and, you know, tighten up early and make sure you're you're skating neck and neck with these guys well if you give these teams like these really good elite teams just an early lead like that that's just momentum they're going to feed off the rest of the game and uh, i think sharpie actually said that uh, with boston or i'm sorry no luke richardson said it he goes if you only if you let if you don't play against boston a full 60 that or like if you play fifty nine minutes against them, that minute will kill you. And you gotta you gotta play a full sixty minutes. I I know the last two games, I don't think the Hawks were very you know as good as they have been. I thought Coach Richardson has actually had them playing very well. Like they're playing a full sixty, they're competing. These last two games, they didn't they didn't look like they were um, you know I, they they took some shifts off. Even Jonathan Taves tonight. Not like him to just give a turnover like that. In Kane at the end of the game, just a, a very lazy play to, uh, you know, try to... He, I think it was about 10 seconds left. He just kind of threw it off the boards lazy, and uh, Pittsburgh went and scored that open netter and just kind of sealed the night. But, yeah, they got to they gotta get back on it where they're playing tough 60 minutes. Not Can't take a shift off with a roster like this. You... you you're not very talented. You have to, you got to play hard and grind it out. Ken Eric Kyra and Kurashev were the ones with the goals tonight versus Pittsburgh. Hawks lose five to three. I'll tell you what, man, Kurashev looked very noticeable. And, you know, I think that he's looked noticeable all year. Do you think that he is finally coming into his own uh, on this team? I, I think that goal he scored tonight was. You know, hey, why not throw it throw sure. it in front of the net? You never know. And hey, look, he tied the game. But uh, yeah, he has been noticeable. I know we've been kind of tough on him. I think he's got eight points this year. You know, he's a minus ten. Not that great. But uh, the team's not. You know, the team's not that good. But he does look like he has found a spot in the top six on this team. In my opinion, I think uh, I like the Kane. Anthony CU and uh, Domi line. I think that's fine. I like, you know, what each guy brings. So you got Domi who's got the toughness and he could score. He proved he could score. Anthony CU, obviously, he's a speedster and Kaner is Kaner. But uh, Taves he, w- with if Kershev and Radish, that, that's a actually a very solid line. I like that. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I really like that line too. I think that it, it kind of. It gives you a little bit of everything there. You know, you got speed with Kershev. Um, Taves can 
can still uh, play make. And, you know, he's been shooting the puck quite a bit. I think he's got eight goals on the season. And and Taylor Radish, man, you know, I think that he's a guy who's looking to kind of take the next step. But um, he just, just hasn't really gotten there yet. With Taylor Radish's play this season, do you think that he's a guy who's who's kind of primed to to take that next step? Yeah, I think that he was actually a big part of that haggle trade. I think that uh, mm-hmm. Davidson really liked him, and I think since he's come here, he's he's been productive. You know, he's he's very noticeable every game. Uh, honestly, man, you know what? I noticed this game, and the last couple games, actually. I don't notice Lafferty at all, like I did at the beginning of the season. This guy mm. is a force out there. You know, and yeah. the last two games, I think I seen today, I I seen him make one good solid hit in the offensive zone, and that was it. I didn't see I didn't see him, and I noticed they put him to the wing. I'm not sure what's going on with that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that they moved him to the wing. I also noticed that he won a few uh, faceoffs today. That um, I think that they were defensive zone faceoffs that he won. I was pretty surprised with, but. Um, you know, like you said, I mean, I don't think that he's, you know, hitting everybody in sight anymore. You know, maybe they've told him to like, hey, you know, it's an 82-game season yeah. type yeah, of a thing. Yeah, I guess. It, but but uh, I saw him win a couple, I saw him win a couple, a couple good playoffs. I mean, I'm sorry, a, a couple good face-offs today. And um, I thought that he was a center, Me but too. they've got him kind of kind of playing wing a little bit. I think bit. Dickinson is playing uh, center for him, but okay. with him... His game is that that you know Adam Burrish like style. Like, hey, I'm gonna hit everything that I can. I'm gonna put pressure on these guys to either move the puck or they're gonna get hit. And we we need that out of him. And I'm not sure, like like you said, if they told him, hey, you gotta let up a little bit, or or he's maybe he's injured. But I I really don't understand that because the Hawks were very solid when Lafferty was out there doing his thing. The Lafferty, Dickinson, and Kurashev line, I thought, was for a while the best line that we had. Yeah, uh, yeah, getting shorties every game and you know putting up points. That uh, that's what you got to ask for from your your shutdown guys. They're shutting down guys and putting up points. So it, it really hasn't been happening in the last couple games. Yeah, yeah. So Matt, have you seen any improvements on the goaltending end for the Blackhawks? You know, I think the goaltending has been okay. I mean, the scores aren't really showing it, you know, giving up uh, what today we gave up five and yesterday we gave up six, but I really haven't seen any bad ones. The only bad goal I've seen today was uh, the goal Kershev scored. That, that's a goal that can't go in, but that's for the Penguins. I I think it was the Smith, is he in net or whatever, whoever it was, but... That was like the only weak goal of the night I saw, and I thought Soder yeah. Soderblom was okay. I thought he made some really big saves. He, yeah, I thought he did too. And I like we I said earlier, I I like that he's playing every other game, and and I think that's the right approach with him. You, you're not, you don't don't ride him, you know, five straight games. Just why not keep switching him and Mrazic? It, it's good, you know. Like hey, I got I got time to mentally prepare for a game. I know I'm playing this game. And uh, the next game I'm off, when, unless I'm going in on relief. And th- that's, f- for me, when I, when I was playing, I loved to know when I was playing. Like, hey, you're going this game. And it's good for a goalie to, you know, okay, 
you're going to be off this game. You're going this game, every other game. Mentally prepare yourself, and it's good for a young goalie to have that because if you're throwing them in there, like I think what Philly's done to that Carter Hart, it's tough mm-hmm. on some guys, man. It, it Mentally, it, it can hurt you. Yeah. You know, I, and I think that it's good for, you know, he doesn't have any pressure on him. It's like, hey, man, look, um, Stalak's out. Go out and just play. You know, and and Mrazic, it's like, you know what, Mrazic, we're going to give you some time off because obviously you have injury issues. We're not playing for a Stanley Cup this year. We're looking to make it through the season. We're looking for Arvitz, you know, Soderblom to get his, uh, you know, to, to get his, you know, get used to playing in the league, you know, get, getting into yep. a full season. He was, suppo- he was supposed to be playing in in Rockford this year. That's not happening. He's obviously playing in the in the big league. And you know what? He's he's playing well, man. I, I think that he's playing as well as could be expected for, for someone that it, that's in his position. So I think um, he's the better, so yeah. the better of the two right now. Sure. I, and you know what? That's good. Or three. Would oh, you say oh, three? Oh, for sure. Stay, stay locked. He competes. I like it. He's just old. And he doesn't move as well as these other guys. And the last podcast with Dama was saying this guy is Soderblom is silky smooth, man. From post yeah. to post, he's really solid, and he he makes some highlight real saves actually too. And you know he had one one that one goal went off of his skate as he was going post to post, and he just barely missed the save on it. He's, you, yes, I think that was the third goal. Yeah. That was the third Penguins goal. It was at Carter. Jeff Carter. Yeah, I, I think it was or, from the corner. Oh, Raquel. It was it was that power play set up by Crosby, I think. Right. Yeah. It, that, yeah, and he went post. That's to a post. very hard save to make because you gotta commit to the, the guy with a puck first. And he was committed yeah. to Crosby. And you know, you gotta respect him. Which you should you be. gotta respect that. And that pass was an absolute rocket. And it came off Raquel's stick even faster than the pass. So those yeah. are hard. You, the best goalies in the league don't stop those. But uh, right. I, you know what? I like how fast he is. Some goalies, like I don't like Stalock. If that happened to him, I don't. I think Stalock oh, would have yeah. ended up on the sideboards because he would still be sliding so much. <laughs> He'd look like a fish out of water. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like. I love his movement. He's so smooth. He recovers really well. And I don't know who the goalie coach is. I, is it is it Stefan Waite still? I'm, I, I I thought or it is was it Jimmy Waite, whatever, whoever it is. I thought it was Stefan Wait. They're doing a it, great man. job with him. I really like the way he's playing. Let me look that up really quick. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I know Stefan White was the goalie coach for a while, but yeah, I think was. that they moved him to uh, when Mark Bergevin took over. Uh, Jimmy White. Is it Jimmy White? Okay. Yeah. Jimmy White yeah. was a solid goalie back in the day, and they're doing a great job with him. They got to keep it up and manage his games right. And I think we're going to see good things in the future from him. Before we go on any further, I'm going to give a quick word from our sponsor to the hockey fans out there. Light the lamp up this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more of, of uh, more for your shot at even bigger payout now 
What you need to do is download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code SHYTOMAHAWK, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game, and get $150 in free bets if they do. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SHYTOMAHAWK. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Now, Matt, Marion Hosa. Not enough can be said about this guy, man, because, you know, I remember playing NHL back in the day and I would always trade for him, you know, on my, uh, <laughs> yeah. on my team yeah. to play on the Hawks, dude. And, you know, he goes to, um, you know, he goes to the Penguins, goes to Detroit. And then um, I f- started dating my wife. And, you know, the Blackhawks lost to Detroit in the Western Conference Finals. Really young team, you know, and I was like, man, I, I had just, I had gotten out of the Army three three years before that, you know, and I was, you know, back into hockey because I could watch it, uh, you know, consistently. And I'm like, man, I, I told her we were sitting at a, the ESPN uh, Sports Zone in Chicago. And... um you know, we went and got dinner, and as a date, I took her there to watch the Blackhawks game. Good date. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, she 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 was into it, man. And I told her, I was like, you know what? This team is something special. Um, these, these kids have got something. You know, they ended up losing to, you know, the Red Wings in the Western Conference Finals, and then they signed Patrick, uh, I'm Patrick Kane. They signed uh, Marion Hosa. And then in, in the ESPN, uh, ESPN magazine, they had a cover with Marion Hosa, Jonathan Taves, and Patrick Kane on it. And I was like, man, dude, what a killer squad right yeah, there, yeah. you know? And I, it's like, I cannot believe that as a Blackhawks fan that they're on the cover of ESPN magazine. Because when is, other than being, you know, some people talking shit about the Blackhawks, you know, do you ever see the Blackhawks anywhere? Which is when when they were winning cups, it was so great for all these other, you know, uh, media outlets to be eating crow because they had the report on the Blackhawks winning and beating, you know, these, uh, you know, their favorite teams like Detroit and, and um, which was huge. Anyways, Marin Hosa coming to the Blackhawks is what solidified the Blackhawks in being the next thing. Even though Detroit won, they were old and their time was limited and the Blackhawks were young and they needed one more piece to solidify them as as contenders. They got Marion Hosa, man. And you know what? The very next season, three years was a charm for him. The Blackhawks won the Stanley Cup. And and he was huge, huge for them, man. Huge. Not just in 2010, but as a leader for the Blackhawks while he was on the team between 2009. And um, they had it listed as 2018, but I think the last season he played was 2017, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was two years after that uh, first round exit we got. I think against Nashville, was it? Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. But um, but w- what a freaking guy, man. Yeah. Played offense, was phenomenal on defense, um, was a guy who you can model yourself after. You know, total professional, kept his body in shape. I mean, he, he was a hoss, man. Talk about a guy who couldn't, you just couldn't get him off the puck. What, what would you say is your favorite? Um, I want to say Marion Hosa story, but why don't you give us your, your take on, on Marion Hosa as, as a fan watching him through those, you know, through those glory years? Well, I remember we signed him and there was room. Actually, if, I, if you remember, there was a rumor the year before 
that the Hawks were going to sign Hosa and Brian Campbell. And uh, I remember when we signed Brian Campbell the year before, I was I was pumped, man. I love this guy. Yeah. I still love Campbell. You know, a lot of people, you know, they, oh, that contract sucks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but you know what? When's the last time a Hawk landed, or the Hawks landed, like a top free agent like Brian Campbell? Yeah. And I think Brian yeah. Campbell really opened the doors for more free agents to come, you know? But, you know, we didn't sign Hosa that year. He ended up going with the Red Wings that one year. And it's like, God damn, can you can you imagine if we got Hosa that yeah. year? We, yeah. we didn't. And I remember the first game of the season, I, I maybe it was maybe a couple games in, I just remember hosting that Red Wing jersey. And uh, I, I think we, we ended up playing the Red Wings. We took them to a shootout. And I just remember Hosa skating on Hobby Bullen and just, Teeing one up and uh, scoring, blowing it right by him and winning the game. And I'm just, man, I wish we had this dude. If we, if we can only get yeah. a guy like him, we'd get over the hump, you know? So next year comes along, Hosa loses again in the final. And it's like, wow, this dude is a freaking jinx. You know, he, he got traded to Pittsburgh, lost to the Red Wings. He goes to the enemy side next year. He He loses to them and... So we sign him, and I'm like, "Oh, geez, so are we gonna lose this year in the final?" You know, it's like it's kind of like with Corey yeah. Perry, you know, what he's going through the recent oh, couple yeah. years. But not one year too, <laughs> one year too late. Yeah, man, it's but, uh... it's amazing. But then you know the, he signed with the Hawks, a huge deal, and I'm like, "Hell yeah!" I mean, this is amazing. And he's out with a shoulder injury. And, oh, he's not coming back till around Thanksgiving. So I just remember waiting and waiting and waiting. And then that first game came, I think it was against the San Jose Sharks. I, I want to say, yeah. like, his first five minutes in, he scores Short. a shorthanded goal. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, dude, he just blew by everybody. And then yeah. I just remember the Hawks, like, I, they took over that game. And the Sharks were, like, the favorite oh, to win the cup. Them. And I think it was, yeah. like, a 7-2 final score. And... And we Hawks scored three shorthanded goals that game. I think Sharpie and Brower got one, and then Hosta got the other one. And I, I just remember, like, holy, this this is amazing. We we got that final piece, and you know what? He lived up to the hype, man. And you know what? I didn't know his two way game. Like, I didn't think he was that good. Like, uh, as defensively, I thought he was just an offensive force. You know, he was just came off a forty goal season, but. This guy was like a selkie like player, and I I I didn't know that. I, I thought he was you know more of a just one dimensional offensive guy. But he, man, he was like in his years here, he was on the penalty kill, killing penalties with Taves. I remember those guys were great. Yeah. They were practically staying out after after killing penalties, going on the power play because they were both on the top unit. And like you said. You can't take the puck away from the guy. The guy would skate around circles and regroup, and go dump the puck in and kill an extra 40 seconds off a penalty. It's insane. Try and put the body on him, you'll just bounce off of no, him. No, he was just an, an awesome player to watch. But my favorite moment is probably, I would say, 95% of everyone's favorite moment when he took that five-minute major against Dan Hamhuse, round one of 2010. <laughs> You know, oh, Hosa is not a dirty player. He is not. No, it not. was just kind of his, just 
It, it was a weird, like, he kind of extended his arms on Ham Hughes. Ham Hughes took a nasty fall, five-minute major, sitting in the box. You know, it's like, oh, man, we're we're going to lose to Nashville. We're, we're, it's like a big jinx, you know. And, um, you know, Kaner ends up stealing a pass from Erat, tying the game <laughs> in the third period. I just remember I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting in my seat. What the frick just happened? We just pulled our goalie, <laughs> shorthanded, five on five. Erat gave the puck right to Kane and we scored. What the hell? We're going over we're going overtime. Then I remember we're killing the penalty off. Dave Bowen working his magic gets it to Brent Sopel. Brent Sopel fires it on net. Host is right there to bury it for the rebound. Hawks win, go to Nashville. Beat them, close them, close out. them out, go to the next series in Vancouver. It's like one of the best goal celebrations I've ever seen. He's on his knees, re- pump, pumping his fists, and what an odd. Oh, it was just awesome, man. Couldn't believe just it. Because awesome. of that penalty you took, he probably felt terrible about just, it. Oh, man, it, that's got to be the worst feeling in the world, sitting in the box for five minutes like, oh, dude, what the? F- I let my teammates down. I can't believe this. Oh, especially after losing in the finals two years in a row. Yeah, you and know? you got and people are thinking like, "Oh, we just signed this freaking playoff jinx," you know. And <laughs> he just he comes out of the box, scores the game winner, amazing. And then the rest is history. We run into freaking Vancouver. One, <laughs> they're they're pretending they're all tougher than the Hawks. The Hawks just Dustin Buff, you know, shows up. The Lalongo's uh, what's what's Superman's guy, Alex Luther, <laughs> his kryptonite, yeah. and then that yeah. was it. And you know, Kaner obviously beating Philadelphia, and Taves getting the cup first, handing it right off to Hosa. That's another good moment. It's kind of kind of reminds you like Ray Bork, you know, all those years in Boston suffering, and Joe Sackick wins the cup or gets the cup first, hands it right over to Ray Bork. He's like, finally, I can hoist this, you know. I'm sure it was a huge yeah. load off Hosa. It's like, oh, finally got it, and then it's a bonus. We we get to see two more cups with him. It was what a what an amazing career with the Hawks he had. Gosh, man, uh, you know it's funny to see Patrick Sharp there. You know they were interviewing him after the ceremony, and you know he was essentially he had the night off, and he was like. Uh, He's like, yeah, you know, it was great to, you know, for all these guys, you know, the six, the, the seven of them that won three cups together. And he's like, yeah, we've got some of the old boys in the, uh, in the suite. Uh, we're gonna have a good time tonight. I can only imagine, man, what those guys are, what kind of time those guys are gonna be having tonight. Oh, yeah. I saw, um, I saw, um, you know, obviously Hammer was in there. Uh, who else did I see in there? Uh, one of my favorite players, man, Hammer's partner. Oh, do you? Forgot his name. Oh, yeah, Johnny O'Doo. Johnny O'Doo was in there. Burrish. I think Burrish was in there, and uh, the Mutt was in there. Andrew Ladd too. Uh, yeah, Ladd yeah. was in there. Man, they had the they had the all the all the uh, the boys together. Only guy that they were well, I won't say the only guy, but one of the guys they were missing was probably Big Buff. And yeah, he's too um, big. And Crow was in there, man. Yeah, I, I did see Corey Crawford. He didn't have the Hosa shirt on. He wasn't. He, he did. I thought. I thought that he I, did. I could have sworn no, that he, he did. wasn't rocking. He 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 didn't have the ribbon like from Seinfeld. He won't wear oh, the ribbon. Okay. No, <laughs> no, he's just a weird goalie. So there's nothing. He just he he's there for support. That's all that matters. Good to see Crow. He's. Oh, yeah. I, I heard a lot of things about him recently. A lot of rumors of. He's just absolutely done with hockey. You know, he's just Oh really? Yeah, he mentally just just drained. I think he had some concussion issues and 
it's got to be tough, man. It, and I, I'm glad people are kind of not bugging them to, you know, come back and get in front of the camera and stuff. Like, you know, all these other guys are doing, like these X-Hawks and stuff. And he, Well, they probably give these guys the opportunity yeah, because, he's, he's you know, probably just drained. some of these dudes, man, they're like, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. You Scott know? Darling's a character. I, I like him, man. I, I, I really like yeah, him on there. He's a funny dude. Uh, He's going to be the MVP of this uh, uh, of the man because he, you know, he seems like so natural. He's not stiff. Um, he he, you know, he kind of lets his his personality out there. And to be honest with you, I think um, I think Chris Foster's is actually doing a pretty good job, man. Um, I just don't like I think his goal call. I think it. I, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I don't either. It doesn't make sense. The, I mean, the, the the problem is is that you know he's stepping in from Pat Foley, dude. That's just an impossible position to be in. You know, well, and, when you uh, when you're calling a goal, like say you're 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 watching TV with your kids, say Kaner's coming down the lane, he shoots, he scores. Chris Foster says a shot <laughs> and a score. Like, what is that? It just drives me crazy. It's like you. It looks like you don't know what you're doing when you say stuff like that. Sure. And he said it again sure. tonight. And you know what else he said that really pissed me off? Sidney huh. Crosby has never scored against the Blackhawks at the United Center at least 13 times. And yeah, what's going to happen if you keep saying that I shit? Know, man. Boom, Crosby scores. It's like, dude, twice, d- almost it's like twice. you were rooting for it, bro. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could be worse. No, man. He's, um, not, he's a nice guy. He, he's, he's good. Yeah. He, he's doing a good job. Like you said, he's not Pat Foley. He's never going to be Pat Foley, but, you know, he's, he's a likable guy. I think Troy Murray's brilliant. I've always loved Troy out there. He's yeah, doing a good definitely. job. He knows what he's talking about. I I don't know if you listened to the the last thirty seconds. Troy's like, no, you got to get a guy on the boards when you're winning a faceoff. You got to get a guy on that half wall. And yeah. <laughs> the Hawks weren't doing it, and they they got punished for it. And he's like, well, yeah. well that's what happens. He's like, he's like, I tried. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I remember yeah. hearing him say that. Well, anyways, everybody, thank you for listening. I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. You're probably going to listen to this on Tuesday, but Turkey Day is Thursday. So I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. The holiday season is starting. Uh, this is, a, I think, a great time, one of the best times of year because, um, you know, you get to spend time with family and, you know, the hockey is going to be on. And uh, it, I think it's just a great time, man. So I uh, just want to wish everybody out there uh, a happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening. Uh, me and Matt, we're very, very appreciative uh, of all of the listenership that, that we've gotten and the love that we get from everybody on Twitter. Thank you, guys. Uh, we appreciate it. And uh, we'll catch you on the next one. This is the Tomahawk. We're out of here.